we've been doing sound kirtan for Guru Varga's glories and then we've been hearing the conclusion of the Shastras where it said that one neglects the lotus feet of Krishna then even if he achieves the position of being liberated he falls down from there why? because he thinks of himself to be falsely liberated Kavraj Goswami has said that seeing a bhakta by seeing his vichar then they realize that I see a person he takes whatever he likes from the Shastras and then he, he tries controlling others according to his own speculations so to be liberated from samsara one should not accept any kind of bandham because of Agyan, they say the Jeeva has become Brahma. And they say Brahma, he has become covered by ignorance. And therefore, he becomes the Jeeva. And when the Jeeva becomes free from this ignorance, then he becomes Brahma. Sarvam Kalam Vidam Brahma. In that time, he becomes liberated. They say Dashrath Maharaj, he never became liberated. Nanda also never, was never liberated. But was there Maharaj he was very fortunate. Be- because when all the Navyoga and the Rishis came, Narodrishi came, he prayed to them that, that I've accepted Bhagavan as my son. But I've not uh, tr- tried for this liberation. How can I be liberated? So the Navyoga and the Rishis they were supposed to perform the Yajna. That in Narodrishi he came. And then they said, Oh Narodrishi, how can I get Mukti? And now we become trapped by this attachment. How can we be free from this moha? So then, so some say that some who consider themselves to be very exalted, they say that. Brahma has become all the jivas. Being caught by ignorance, he has manifested himself as all the jivas. And he says, Parameshwar has become Ishwar because of ignorance. Means Ram, Krishna, they have all been covered by ignorance and they become Ishwar. And when this ignorance goes away, then they also become one with Brahma. And the jiva has become Brahma because of the Gyan. And this ignorance goes away, the jiva also becomes Brahma. Therefore, this, uh, this vichar is very faulty. And all the shasas only say one thing. They speak of this Kavalaika Mukti. This Mukti is the only provision, the only goal. And to become one with Bhagavan is very... They say because we are separate from Bhagavan, that I am, because we are separate from Bhagavan, then Maya catches us. And then we have to be bound by this body, which is bound to suffer, bound by this body, bound by this body, mind, senses, undoing so many difficulties. So this is the vichar of the uh, Mayavadis 
ரெஃபர் இஸ் சர்வக்கலம் இதம் பிரம்மா இவ்வளோ ஒன் இஸ் பிரம்மா மகாபிரூவ்தான் Like Prakashananda, he is in Kashi. And what is he doing? He is trying to cut my body into pieces. Because in Varanasi, Prakashananda Saraswati, the Guru of the Mayavadi is he. There are so many. Millions of disciples, yes. Because he says everyone is Brahma. You are Brahma, I am Brahma. Whatever you do, you will be Brahma. You will never be affected. Forget that. Forget everything and just realize you are Brahma. And why should you worry about sin, punya, all these things? There's all speculation that I have committed sin. I have done pious activity. So Mahabhuri has said, he's trying to, he's trying to prove that Brahma is Nira Kandirgun, Navyai, Ananta. Doesn't believe in his Swarup. So Mahabhru at that time, he was telling this to his uh, students in school. And he didn't have any vikar. He said that the jiva is Brahma. Therefore, this mala tilak wearing the Brahman thread, this, all this means to accept this bandhan, this bondage. Before, leave your Shrika sign, leave your Brahma Sutra, leave your Malatilak and become one with Brahma. Then you will never be sad, you will never be sad in your life. What is the use of decorating this body? So they have this opinion. And so they speak. about all these things very eloquently. So no need to do sadhan bhajan. Just meditate and do this dhyan, jap tapa, that you are Brahma. And anasthi kinchana. Except for Brahma, there is nothing else in this world. Samadvacharya, he came and he cut all their arguments. Vacharya Ramanuj came. Vishnu Swami and Imbaditya. They said they all came and they caught all the arguments but still they won't listen. Let's say early speaking about Maya. They only meditate, speculate on the form of Brahma. So the Sadak can meditate on Brahma. They follow his Panchapasana. They worship the five deities. Vishnu, Shiva, Durga, Ganesh, Surya. They say, just meditate, speculate on one form. And when your mind is equipoised, then you can discard this form. Then, all this is just Sanartha. 
This also my engaging such puja part. Just leave, don't care for such forms of Maya and become one with Brahma, they say. Therefore, they don't wear this Brahmin thread, they don't put tilak, kanti. In Ramanuj Sampradaya, they don't put kanti. They say that if you wear this tulsi kanti, tulsi mala, then when you're bathing, what will happen? Where will the water go? The water will touch your feet. Then it's a big sin. So no need to put kanti. So the many apasampradayas, they say that there are if you put this wood around your neck, then put then there's so much wood found everywhere. Put the wood on your head, all over your body. Why just put wood around your neck? And you say they're trying to cheat this world. So when the acharyas come to this world, then when they're preaching, giving instructions to the jivas. Then they say when they accept the jivas, make them full of all these good qualities. Then the jiva becomes qualified to follow the path of Atatattva. Before that, there are so many who will cheat, who will do many kinds of dramas. And they say there are so many. Who form their own sampradayas? So once in Guwahati, in Assam, Maharaj went preaching there. There is one person called Hankardev. For Shankar, they say Hankar. Like here, if you say Shri Krishna. In Uttar Pradesh, in Odisha they say Krishna. They don't say Krishna. They say they, they pronounce the name Hare Krishna in different ways, in different regions. How into their bows. They say even if even if even if one says Anything, in any form, still Krishna will accept. Why is Bhavgarai Janardhan? He only accepts the mood. Pandit, he says Vishnu Yenma, and the fool, he cannot even pronounce the name Vishnu properly. But still Krishna is very happy. Thinking, anyhow, he is remembering my name. But those who are opposed, those who are opposed to this chanting, Namkirtan, they say, I am Brahma. Why should you worship and chant the names of anyone else? It is only a waste of time. It is only to entangle one in Maya. So there is a big Dharmasva, religious assembly. Many disciples of Ankardev came. Then many Modojatis came. Because Assam is a place of tribal people, all the tribes in Assam. In Assam you can see, it's a very, very strange place. 
So they came in many groups and they sat down. The Harikata is a rule. The Vero the Acharis go. Then there's Nagar Sankirtan. Then there's Mahamsad in the afternoon. Many, many people are invited to listen, to ask questions. But you should not ask any unnecessary questions. You should ask any question based on Dharma or religion. So say they asked that if the heart becomes pure by wearing tulsi, if the mind becomes pure, then then we should also put tulsi around the necks of all animals. Why just human beings? Because a person when he wears tulsi, he is offered. He is offering himself to Bhagwan. Where uh, one offers Tulsi, then that person, that thing is offered to Bhagwan. Just one offers little water, Tulsi, then Bhagwan, he, so he sells himself to that person. Offers just little Ganga and Tulsi. So he sold to that person. So they say we can also put Tulsiwala around cow and buffalo. Then they are also Bhagwan's. And once they are Bhagwan's devotees, then we are also Bhagwan's devotees. Where is the difference? In the Bhagavatam, you see, one jiva is always eating another jiva. This is how creation takes place. So, what is so sinful about this? Because once you put Tulsi around cow and buffalo, then that also becomes prasad. You offer halwa, sabji, and with Tulsi. That also becomes prasad. So we say we also put tulsi around corn buffalo, and we also offer this corn buffalo to Bhagwan. We say we are also honoring Mahaprasad. So we are not committing any sin. We are trying to cheat. But how are we sinful then? And Swami Maharaj went to the west. Then there's so many cows there. Then. They say if we don't slaughter the cows, then they'll increase in number and they'll be a big nuisance to society. And Swami Maharaj said, alright, there's so many crows flying in the sky. So why don't you kill the crows? There's so many donkeys in this world. Why don't you kill the donkey? But now I heard in one country they also eat donkeys. You see, even in... You can imagine what kind of country it is eating even donkeys. So here you see, they, they are raising many such questions. And they are asking, saying, so there is a big paper which had 300 questions. And they say, you will have to answer all these questions now. Or else we will attack you with brick stones and all these things. Because they are all tribal people. They are these Gurukas very fierce people. So, and so they all became one group. The entire society became one group. And they said, just by touching Tulsi, 
one thing becomes Bhagwan's remnants. If you offer anything to Bhagwan Tulsi, then he accepts, and that is and that is his remnant. So, so what are we doing then? Whatever we get, we uh, when we offer these goats, dogs, cats, we put Tulsi leaf around them, and we offer to Bhagwan, and then it becomes Bhagwan's prasad. Then we are actually honoring his prasad. What do they do in Assam? They catch a dog, they nicely feed the dog, and they make the dog very fat. And then what do they do? They tie the four legs of the dog, and they hang it from above, and they say they light a night fire. And then what do they do? Gradually they do a. They say they gradually kill the dog, and then they start killing them, and they say they start. Uh, Distributing its meat to everyone, and then when the father has become very old, what do they say? They say, "All of you come. There's a big feast today." And then they go on top of the mountain and they throw him down from there, push him down. And they say, "If he survives, then again they take him from top. Again they push him down." And then when he dies, then they say, "Oh, today there's a big feast in the in my father's name." And then they what do they do? They distribute his father to everyone. They say this is just the father. Hundred years, he performed so many austerities, and now we are also getting the fruit of his tapasya. No, they're very cruel. They don't follow any morality, nothing. So then they asked. So Tri Kumaraji said, "I'll answer." Pangudev, he said, "No, you sit down." All Maharaj sit down. Narayan Maharaj, he'll answer. Let him speak to all of them, because because where the flow comes from, but ultimately it meets the ocean. And if the and if the sea dries up first, then how can it meet the ocean? Like you see in the Yamuna, now there's no water now. They somehow they stop the flow of the Yamuna. Now. So therefore, there should be a continuous flow. When this flow will never stop, so Maharaj will speak. So when Parangrudhi gives this order, then Maharaj he he there was a big stage, then twenty feet high, because ten fifteen thousand people would come. So Maharaj offered pranams to everyone. Then Maharaj he'd say. Bhagavad Gasudev has written, "Jiva Jiva Sabojanam." The one Jiva, it's another Jiva. One Jiva is food for another Jiva. But they also made one more rule. What is that rule? That whatever is done, yagya is done as an offering to please Yagyeshwar Shri Hari. In this Gomeh Yagya, they sacrifice cows. In Ashramadhyaya, they sacrifice a horse, and then they say, sometimes they sacrifice deer, sometimes they even sacrifice human beings. And they say, Rishi Maharshi Tapasvi Brahma Shri Rajasri. They, they think that Bali means to give a gift to everyone. So for the best sacrifice, sacrifice your own self. Means to offer your own atma, 
Atarur Sweet Shri Bhagavan and be absorbed in his seva eternally. This is the best sacrifice. So Rishi Maharshis, what do they do? Whenever this Gomayajagya would take place, then the old cows, they'd be brought and they'd be sacrificed. And they say, in the evening, then anyhow, this cow which was offered a sacrifice would emerge out of the fire in a very young body. And Maharaj, he cited evidence that once on Rishi, he started a yajna. That I am beginning from Brahmavurta, he started this Gomen yajna, sacrificing a cow. Now as he was, he offered the final offering, he became absorbed in Samadhi. Because the Atma is bound now by the body. So we'll have to offer this Atma at the Lord of Swedish Sri Bhagavan. And a person who can do this, he is qualified to perform this Yakya. He can offer this. He can make others offer themselves. But if we cheat others, then we'll be punished. So then, in the evening, the Rishi, he sent this old cow inside the fire. And then by the power of his mantras, a young cow emerged. But this cow, someone limb was missing from its body. Two bones were missing from the right side of its body. Some bones and flesh. The Rishi was thinking, what has happened here? Did any Asurakshasa come and do this to the cow? eaten part of its meat because they are always creating so many disturbances how did this cow where are the bones and flesh of this cow and he said again when he, when he sat down dhyan he saw that Rishi his wife she was pregnant she she saw this red meat and she became greedy so what did she do? She stole some of that meat and she ran away with that meat and bones and she started cooking and she also ate that meat, cow meat and they say when the Rishi, when she found out the Rishi will find what she do? She buried the flesh and part of the blood, bones and she did not eat the entire meat so she threw that into the water. And these drops of blood that were strewn on the ground. Then mantra, he, he chanted some mantras and he made it alive. And even the meat that was floating in the water, that also, that also became alive. Because Rishi chanted his mantras, they became alive then. Just as that big fish in the river, Gajar Mashli, this fish was born from the meat of the cow. They start floating in the river. It's a very strong fish. It can kill all the other fish. It's, all, it's like the king of, the, of all fish in the river. That was born from the meat. And what she do? She buried the bones within the ground, on the ground. So then by these bones, garlic came out. Garlic also, you see, it's white like bones. And this, uh, and then they say, 
she uh, she even buried some of the flesh and then from the flesh onion was born onion onion is very pungent smelling very bad smelling and then this carrots came from carrots also came from this thing and then masoor dal that came from the blood of the cow so what happened onions garlic masoor dal onions garlic masoor dal and uh, carrots were born and then that baby who was within the stomach of that woman she, she he, he what happened the she said that boy will be a muslim muslims you see they are always eat cow flesh you see they always do everything opposite way everything everything on opposite way in the month of posh what do they do they you see in the month of pushatamas they marry in chaturmas they don't follow any rules they do follow the if they follow rata in the day the hindus they follow rata they marry in the night and they follow rata during the day in the night then they eat during the entire night and then during ramzan they fast during the day and and for them you see they especially like eating cow meat they love eating cow meat and they like onion garlic and all this they even like eating onion garlic in a raw way they apply the onion garlic on their bodies everywhere and they say and and any medicine they have that medicine has onion garlic and and they like fish especially see here without eating fish they can't enjoy their life and especially like carrots see they like carrot halwa all seniors they make carrot halwa and they say oh i should be listen to the scriptures so guruji said what did you make sir made shark and what did they do they made a fish and then they covered the fish with shark with spinach then the guruji he saw the shark the spinach and he said hey what is this fish he said oh guruji that's not fish that's just burnt shark no harm listen so they like eating carrots drinking carrot juice they all these things by the way eating carrot blood is produced in the body they like masoor dal because masoor dal is very tasty is a lot of protein and black black masoor and red masoor this produced from the blood of the cow and in onion onion is vegetable born from the ground so why should onion not be eaten So what are the Rishi Maharshi's, Brahmashis, Tabasvi's? They have this. Then they would chant these mantras and sacrifice something. Means what? They offer the Ratma, the Lord's feet of Prabhu. They say, not that, not that you kill them and eat their flesh. You see, the animals can do this because they are suffering only from their karma. Even if they kill another animal, they will not suffer for that sin. Even if a cow uses its horns to kill someone, it will not incur any sin. If a snake bites someone, it doesn't get any sin. A tiger kills someone. 
But if a human being does all these things, then he'll suffer from his karma. Maharaj give an example. What do we do? We preach and then we make people leave homes, take them to the temple. Sometimes we take a husband away, someone's son away. Someone say we're so is this sin? This is like stealing someone from someone's house. So who will suffer for this? But now this is what doing? We are offering this Atma. At the Lord's feet, Shri Bhagavan, the Atma will also bless us and give its blessings. Because after many years, if you offer an Atma at the Lord's feet of Bhagavan, then might be so happy. Oh, my living, my son was wandering in so many different species of life. Now you have brought him back to me. I'm so happy. So this way, the Bhagavan will also bless you, and the Jeeva will also bless you. But for the maintenance of the body, you should not accept anything in the mode of ignorance because why should you kill the cow take the milk of the cow drink its milk you see if there's any fruit you take the seed of the fruit also and you say you can sow the seed inside the ground it'll grow into a tree but you should also not eat the seeds because sometimes seed is very poisonous. So as for whatever you need to maintain your body, you should maintain according to the Shastras. Except only those things. All these Shimashis, they would say that just as someone would preach and take someone from someone's house offer them and Lord Sweet Shri Bhagavan then they are also benefited and, and everyone is benefited this way if anyone is qualified then we should make that living entity separate from the five elements and offer that Jiva as Lord Sweet Shri Bhagavan so Maharaj said once Maharaj Janaki called all the Shimashis to discuss the Shastras and they said anyone who who who, uh, who loses in this debate he'll be thrown into the pond. So then Ashtavakarishi's father he also came, the Jamalagnirishi. And he lost in this debate. So they threw him inside the pond. Then Ashtavakarishi from his very childhood he was thinking, I'll become such a scholar, I'll defeat all of them. I'll defeat the king and then I'll avenge my I'll avenge my father's death. He's a very intelligent boy. <coughs> he was crooked in eight parts of the body, but very intelligent. So one day when he achieved Brahmagyan, when he became realized in all the Shastras, he did such tapasya. And one day he was crooked in all eight places. So when he dock, he was walking in very crooked way and he reached Janak Maharaj's uh, palace. And then he was knocking. And then he said, Oh Maharaj Janak, come out, come outside. I, I need to speak to you. 
So Maharaj Janaka, everyone was shivering. Who is this person speaking so loudly? Where did he get this power from? And he stood outside the gate. And then all the scholars, all the they started laughing, seeing him. And he started laughing even more loudly. So why are you laughing? Then he said, why are you laughing? Then they said, you're crooked in eight parts of your body. You're naked. And you're shouting loudly. So who will not laugh? <laughs> then he said, why did you laugh? I was laughing. Because I thought Janak Maharaj, he had many scholars in his assembly. But then all of you are only cobblers. You're only looking at the skin. Look at the color of the skin. Is the skin black or white or crooked? You're only looking at this. So then they're thinking, what is he saying? Then they said, all of you are cobblers. Chastise all of them. Not even one person is Tatakya. Vaishnav. And he said, now I've come. Now I'm standing here. Now even one will not leave. No one can run away from here now. Because he has this Brahmadanda. The Sannyas has a Thanda. And Brahmanas have this Brahmadanda. He does this Brahmadanda. And he said, I'll not let any person leave. You have to debate with me. And anyone who loses, then he said, even Maharaj Janak, then I'll kill everyone, he said. I'll throw everyone inside the pond. Maharaj Janak understood how he's come to avenge his father. So then he folded his hands. He worshipped Rashtavakarishi. And then he made him sit on his own singhasana. Found his arati. And then, to please him, so that his anger goes away, he performed his arati. And then he prayed. That you are very sad. Because your father was apparently killed. But he said, I did not kill your father. In Sargalop, Indra, Guru Vaspati, and all the other devatas that prayed to me. That if there's any scholarly person in this world, you should send them here. Because we have very shortage, big shortage of scholars. Because if you open a school, you need teachers there. As long as there's no intelligent person there, then they're all independent. No one can control that person. So, this way we are doing such sadhan, we became qualified. So therefore we need such scholars in our assembly there in heaven. Because five, body made of my five materials cannot go to heaven. Some bodies made of fire, water, earth, or air, or ether. So any body made entirely of one element can go. So any, many people who leave their bodies, they leave what happened their soul. They say soul goes through the medium of air. So it takes a lot of time. They go into the region of air. So it takes a lot of time to be delivered from this region of air. And some enter into the fire. This Brahmagni. Fire comes out of their head. And the entire body is burnt. They say they achieve a very auspicious destination very quickly. Because their body is burnt by this Brahmagni. 
yogic fire and some what do they do they dig a pit and then they enter into the pit while still alive and the others they enter into the water jal samadhi so janak maharaj ji was talking rishi i made your father separate from five elements and i sent him to the prakrutras to devaloka let's go to the edge of the pond i'll call your father so janak maharaj he called his father so sarga then he said oh then ja this ashokrishi's father came there and then he said oh brother oh son i'm so happy with you and now i bless you that your eight limbs of the body which are crooked they'll become straight now and this way you see one who is especially one who speaks in a stuttering way and one who walks in a stuttering way one who behaves in a stuttering way you should be careful of these people especially they are like shaitan themselves they are like you never know what they are saying what they are doing there is no guarantee they speak so many lies because he is stuttering and then he is saying I didn't say this someone else said this it's not my fault I have never spoken like this so he say he says he he speak to you very respectfully very honorably but everything he saying is a lie and one knows he say his father said now you were crooked in eight places so now I'll make you straight and you don't know bhajan sadhan and my blessings are upon you and he said don't have hate towards anyone you should be free from all these anarthas hatred and we aversion these are not the qualities of sadhu so then he told ashokrishi well, what need was there to embarrass all these scholars you could have just prayed to me and i would have come no all these scholars are cursing you if you wanted to know anything you can ask humbly and his father gave him these instructions darshan and he left is one person is very powerful whatever he does is according to shastras but if we are not careful then we may think oh he performed gomendi yagya he sent a cow into the fire so i will also perform this gomendi yagya i will also send many cows into this fire and my stomach also has a fire so i'll send this cow into my stomach so this is, all this is not good this means you are inflicting pain upon others and you have to suffer for this and then say another question comes then there are some cows who are very happy or looked after very nicely and some cows are very mercilessly slaughtered and you see these butchers they take them to slaughterhouses then they spray hot water on them and the cows are shouting out in pain their skin comes out and they slaughter them and there are some who kill the cow a little and then eat take it meat they don't eat the cow they don't kill it in one day they slowly kill it 
takes meat away. And then they'll also be born as cows, the same butchers. And the other cows who are slaughtered, they'll become butchers and they'll slaughter them. And, say, and those who worship the cows do tapasya. They then, then even if they go to another place, they'll also be worshipped there. These were people who worshipped cows. And they say, very auspicious for them. So Bhagwan has given so many things for as food for the jivas. When creation took place, Brahma, he was told that, oh no, you're creating, but this creation is uh, being destroyed. Why? Because the strong jiva is eating the weaker jiva, so will creation remain. And they're so hungry, they're eating as much as they can. Like see Kumbhakarma, he would only, one, one year, one day he'd be awake. And then that one day he'd eat whatever food was available. He put big elephants in his mouth. Like if you go, like if you go to any, if you go to any bank of a pond, you see there's a there's a big bird, this uh, this crane. What does it do? It goes inside and catches so many fish. And what does it do? The whole day just catching fish and eating it. And because of that, it has a big body, it's killing so many fish. Similarly, there are some people who whole day, whole day they're just eating. But where is all this uh, food going? Once one person, he came to the temple. Once in night, there's so much kheer was made from dates. So there's a big bucket of such kheer. They offered boga. Because in the morning, all this kheer would be distributed to everyone. So in the morning I asked this person, where is this bucket? This bucket was right this bucket was right underneath the bed. Then I asked him, then this person he told me, Oh the demigods came in the night to me and the demigods they told me that this kheer is Dev Boga, is our remnants. So you should eat this entire bucket of kheer. This is our remnants. You should never leave this bucket out in the open. You see if you get any prasad, immediately you should eat it. You should not leave it overnight. So what could I do? These demigods, they told me, they ordered me to eat this kheer. So what did I do? I took a little and I slept. Then I ate again a little. Then I slept again. The whole night I was sleeping and eating, sleeping and eating. And by morning I finished the entire bucket of kheer. So then I said, alright, now you also become a demigod now. Then he told me, Guruji has told you to speak Harikatha. Then I said, I'll speak on one condition. I said, alright, if you eat 25 rotis in one time, then I'll speak Harikatha or else I won't speak Harikatha. Then what did I say? Then in one in one go, he ate 25 rotis and he finished eating everything. There were like 10, 10 liters of curd. He ate 10 liters of curd. He had a big bucket of rasgullas. He said, what is rasgulla? It's only sweet water, nothing. He said, the whole day he ate everything. They say, there are such jivas. The, there won't be anything left. Brahma was saying, where is my creation? The entire creation has eaten itself. So Brahma, he prayed to Bhagwan. He said, Prabhu, their hunger is never satisfied. Just see, this creation. So they're eating and eating the whole day, all night. They're eating fruits, flowers. They're eating men, women, animals. They're eating everything.
सहन सहन दिप्रेट भगवान एंड देन भगवान ई सेड ऑन द साक्षात तृतीय मंथ ऑफ मे वैशाख ई सेड दैट डे आई विल क्रिएट दिस इटॉल लक्ष्मी जी देयर ऑल लक्ष्मी जी गिव समथिंग बाय व्हिच देयर हंगल गो अवे ही विल बी हैप्पी पीसफुल देन नो बी एंग्री देन नो डिस्टर्ब द अदर जीवस सो गिव देम समथिंग some food so in lakshmi ji she gave this bhagwan's prasad first of all she gave this bhagwan's prasad to matrarth then she said this will now be empty so now so this was balle jo she gave this balle and she gave till this sesame seeds balle and sesame seeds Where is the jeevas now? Be hungry. And she gave fruits, and roots, so many different kinds. This way, you see, there are some there are some creepers and some kinds of grass that never die because cows and buffaloes need a lot of grass to eat. And and this way. The more the crow, the more the cows eat this grass, the more it will grow on the ground. And so the cows will give milk to others. And so she gives so many different kinds of food to the jivas. But even then, then Bhagwan himself came as Jagannath. Malakshmi herself came, and she herself is cooking for all the jivas. And you see here in Jagannath Puri. All around the world is Mahaprasad is going. All around the universe, and anyone who accepts this Mahaprasad, he is benefited in all ways. He is always satisfied. And even one, you see, even if one has died, and if you offer this Mahaprasad to him, then even if he is in uh, born in hell species of life, he will also be delivered. You see, if one person is suffering so much in the end, he cannot leave his body. Then. You offer little Jagannath Mahaprasad in his mouth. Even if he cannot accept, then just put this Jagannath Mahaprasad on his head. Sometimes he cannot swallow also, so then you can put some water on and make him swallow. Or else you can take the Jagannath Mahaprasad and put it around his head. Just so see the how powerful Mahaprasad is. So therefore, Maharaj just said, "Then, Prithvi Mother Earth has given so many kinds of food, but what about?" those living in the upper uh, planetary systems burpur mahajanata paloka because those in gross bodies like gross food those in subtle bodies what will they eat so then mahaprabhu uh, so then bhagwan is in by chanting certain mantras then even if your four fathers are in different planets they'll get this food if you offer mahaprasad by mantras Then your ancestors, wherever they are, they'll get this mapsa. And the smarters, what do they do? They follow something else. Panchamkar. They follow this. What is this panchamkar? They say they they offer all these different kinds of things to ancestors like alcohol, 
wine, meat, all these things. They don't offer mopsad. They say, oh, my ancestors, they eat non-veg. So we'll also produce shad by giving them non-veg meat. So then they'll become demons. Why not offer mopsad to them? Therefore, Maharaj, he said, Therefore, today is big religious assembly. So many people have come. Bhagavan has made mopsad for everyone. So what need is there to slaughter the cows and buffaloes? Prabhu has not given, then you can say, but he has given you this Mahaprasad. And Krishna himself, in the Gita he has said to Arjuna, that those who honor this Mahaprasad, there is no one more fortunate than them. And those who know in heaven honor Mahaprasad, even if they eat, and those who don't honor Mahaprasad, they are very lusty, very angry people. Because they're only Mahaprasad, all kinds of miseries go away. One does not know Mahaprasad, then how will he ever be happy in his life? So one, if he's always eating meat, how can he be happy? They're making others sad, how can one possibly be happy? Therefore, this Bhagavad Prasad should be given, offered to everyone. This is the injunctions of the Shastras, and then you'll be happy. Honoring Mahaprasad, all your miseries will be go away. Will go away. You'll be absorbed in this ocean of bliss. And they say, when Maharaj spoke all these words, then everyone was so much uh, influenced by him. And they say, there's a rule for the sadhus. And where we go with Guru Maharaj, many places. Guru Maharaj, you know, we'd go in the middle of the night anywhere. And the brahmacharis, they would, they would clean the pots, they would cook. Or the sannyasi, he would cook for everyone. We may distribute Mahaprasad. And everyone will be fed. And water is left, they'll honor orals, they'll remain hungry the entire day and night. But they'll never eat first. And say, they go to any grassy's house. Even if they were devotees, then Guru Maharaj said, don't trouble the householders. Don't make them serve you. You should not be a botheration to them. You should cook for them also. And then you should feed them. Or else we are going to stay for five days in their house. How will they maintain us for five days? Thousands of people come to listen to Katha Kirtan. Even when I go to Maharaj to Jaipur, then Maharaj, he take rice, gay, so many things. Then he brings sabji from the market. And then say he cook. And then he'd say that you distribute maps out to everyone, then you give me something. But before, so then Gurujev, he'd say, anyhow, let me see what you're feeding them. Because we should never trouble other living entities for our own sustenance. For maintaining our own lives, you never disturb others. And they say, don't. Trouble others for your own happiness. Rather, you should think about their happiness, even at the cost of your own happiness. You say, Maharaj, he spoke all these things. In the night, he, he honored Mopsa. The next day, the morning, everyone, they came there with dry fruits, roots, and different seeds. They bought so many bags, and they put on their heads. And they're glorifying all the devotees. And they offered so many things for the devotees. 
there there's one kind of rice called boka rice if you soak that rice in the night then there's no need to even boil that rice it automatically boils on its own in the water and it's very fat and in the morning they eat that rice very easy to prepare so they offer this kind of rice fruits roots so many different kinds of things for all the devotees so they all changed how did they change because the words of the sadhu has such potency such power and say if you don't practice in your own life then even if you speak something they won't listen you have to practice your own self and say the sadhu he does austerities for the welfare of others and he prays to bhagwan on behalf of others and bhagwan listens to his prayers see vaishnav petitions bhagwan on your behalf and bhagwan is bound to listen to him because if someone if they don't if they don't pray on to bhagwan on our behalf then bhagwan never listen to our prayers we may do many things but who will give this fruit bhagwan will not listen in this way so therefore arjunatishthati means we are all seated in this body which is like a machine and by Bhagavan's Maya all the Jeevas are seated in this machine and they are all wandering everywhere this body is like a machine and as soon as you attain the association of Santa you see you see if a person has many people crying for him then he can do bhagavad bhajan but he say if a person has no one then he can never do bhagavad bhajan so who will cry for us and pray to bhagwan who is there for us who cares for our welfare well being who is merciful to us who will pray to bhagwan on our behalf or else we become so tired praying to bhagwan but will he listen to us or not but he will not listen so bhagwan is deaf to our prayers he doesn't listen he's very cruel hearted but who will listen he will listen and if he listens if he listens to our prayers what can we possibly understand there was one person who was blind who was deaf dumb so he went to Kashi Vishwanath so you should talk he becomes very happy very quickly so so he went and sat near Kashi Vishwanath he was start fasting and she was just saying everyone has returned why is he staying here this blind man dumb deaf lame cannot even walk because there there's annapurna devi she doesn't let anyone go hungry even if one is dying then shivji he goes and speaks ramnam into their ears therefore they say everyone wants to leave their body there in varanasi because then shivji he himself speak ram nam and in vrindavan every region has its own speciality so shivji he said Have you come here? 
He said, oh, you bless me, give me some blessing. He said, only ask me one blessing, don't ask me for two. I'll only give you one blessing. Don't ask for two or three. Then he said, all right, I only have one, I'll only ask one blessing. What is that? That by my own eyes, I wish to see my grandson bring something on a, go- I wish to see my own grandson eating on a golden plate. And I wish to take him on my lap and I wish to caress him. So they say he was not even married, so how will he get a grandson? And, he's, and how will he eat on a golden plate when he has no money? So just and he said, I want to see by my own eyes. So they say he asked everything in one in one blessing. So Shiji said, Oh, you're so intelligent. Huh? You wish to see means you want eyes, and you wish to see him eating on a golden plate means you want wealth, and you wish to have a grandson means you want to be married. So they say, All right, go. Now you can marry and then have a nice house, have a nice son, grandson. You love, you can eat on a golden plate, everything. Now I'm your servant. No. See, before, you see, before one person, he gets a salary for his work. But now you have made me your servant for three generations now. So you're very intelligent. Therefore, Bhagavan in level listens to anyone's prayers. Because they're always thinking about their own selfishness, enjoyment. So he is silent. He says, I am Nirakan Nirgun, I cannot do anything, he says. Because Bal Gopal is a small baby. He says, oh, I'm just lying on Yashoda's lap, I'm stealing from others, how can I help you? Yashoda says, he's useless, this boy, Gopal. So who will ask from baby Gopal? Why should we trouble him? So then he asks from Bhagwan Narayan. Because Lakshmi is with him. Worship Lakshmi Devi. So Bhagavan says, I will not listen to anyone's prayers. Only when the bhaktas pray to someone, pray to Bhagavan on someone's behalf, then he listen. Immediately he listen. Why? He knows that bhakta, he will make that person also a bhakta. He will never let him be an enjoyer. They say, this assembly was for one day, for one, then it continued for one week. Then all the people there of Assam, the college principal, students, everyone, they all became sadhus. All the professors, lecturers, they all took diksha. There's a big temple there. Even now, you see, if you go to Guwahati, you now there's a big university there because of our good workers preaching. So the entire country changed. I will listen tomorrow. This question that arose, that even if you put Tulsi around the goat, then the goat also becomes Prasad. So what is the harm in eating that goat? Because the goat has also become Mahaprasad. You eat, you eat vegetables, you offer boga with Tulsi. So what if you just offer one Tulsi leaf on a goat also, on a chicken? The chicken also becomes Prasad. So we listen tomorrow. What is the answer? evil